You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And and, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. I am your host, Rod. And uh, man, so the podcast, dog, like, uh, <laughs> I feel like every time I do it, I give you guys a different intro and I got to get to a point where we just have that normal stock intro where welcome to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast, where we talk about the four pillars of fatherhood with faith, family, fitness, and finance. Not in that order. All right. Any one of those things could be at the top of your list, depending on your situation. But typically we, uh, you know, we get together, uh, me and, and one other dad, or maybe a couple other dads get together and we talk about fatherhood. We talk about finance. We talk about some of the things that are going on in uh, in our relationships and in our quest uh, to be great fathers. Right. And so I got to put together one of those. Right. For those of you that listen, I'm going to get one. It's going to be like a canned intro. <laughs> that you guys hear all the time but for now man uh it is just me why is this so bright the lighting thing right like i did this last time the lights are crazy but that's too dark anyway um so uh let's catch up right so last since last episode uh i was in the in the like podcast studio last time and I decided that uh, I'm going to just do it in the office. So I'm in the office now. Um, it's almost Christmas time. So you see, we got the little Christmas pillows and office has changed a little bit. Um, but officially in the office, and this is where I'll be shooting most of the episodes um, from now on. I just feel like it's just a, it's a business room, right? And we handle in business here. Uh, this is man business, father business. And so it should be treated accordingly, right? And so um, for this episode, for this episode, one second, let me, I'm missing something, something is missing. Ah, there it is. So this is what happens when you record live, baby. You get, you get stuff all mixed up. Internet ain't hooked up all the way. There we go. So I'm about to edit that out or something, right? Nah, y'all get to hear it straight up. So uh, the internet cord was disconnected because my daughter was using uh, her computer on here. So um, dad life, right? <laughs> so I saw my face like kind of moving slow, like I was talking, but the words weren't coming out. Uh, so I got to hook it up directly to the internet to make sure that things are quick. Um, but catching up, man, since last time I was on the episode, not much has happened. I mean, we're getting closer to Christmas. Um, you know, holidays are coming up, whatever holiday you celebrate is coming up, um, doing some Christmas shopping. Um, really, really cool now, uh, you know, now, especially since the pandemic, like a lot of the shopping we're doing is online. Like I haven't really been into a store too heavy yet, um, except I've had, like I bought my daughter some shoes on Nike.com, bought them some shoes. I thought I knew their size. I went in the room, looked at the shoes, bought the size that their shoes in their room say, shoes get here, don't fit. Weird. 
So then I try to go, you know, I try to take them back and then you want to take them back online and got to go ship them. And again, it's a whole thing, right? So I just go to the store to return them. And uh, at the store, they don't have the size. So now I got to send them back. It's a whole thing, man. So look, if you're going to be ordering stuff, make sure you know everybody's size and like, at, like you can't really surprise them because you'd be wrong and then they got to wait forever to get them again, right? Um, so yeah, so anyway, I talked about on the last episode about um, about like my daily routine and morning routine. And it got, it kind of got off a little bit, um, because I've, I've been, uh, substituting, right? Like my kids is back in school and I, you know, work from home. Uh, you know, most of what I do is, is, is virtually, right? I do online personal training, um, where I help busy dads, you know, lose weight without having to spend hours in the gym or starving themselves. Um, and so that's what I've been doing. Right. And I've been, I've been, you know, going hard at that, but with my family, my wife is at work all day now because she's gone back to work. My kids are at school all day. So I'm just sitting at home bored. So I was like, you know what? I got this teaching credential a while back. Let me see, you know, let me go ahead. Not credential. Sorry, this, this, um, I took a, the test, I guess, C-Best. So let me go ahead and, uh, I don't know, put it to use, right? Um, so I was coaching at the high school and they were like, hey, we need subs. It's, it's crazy. It, you know, we had, <laughs> so here's how crazy it is. The day I talked to the lady in HR was a Friday. They had 80 teachers in the district call off. 80 teachers in the district call off. I went to just go talk to her about the possibility. And she gave me a, uh, she was like, look, I can hire you today. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll expedite all the paperwork. We'll give you the long-term sub rate, which is, you know, 20%, 30% more than what the normal rate is. Whatever, like, you, you know, we, we, can, we can get you, guarantee you a position to the end of the year. Like it's, it's a mess. So guys, if you're sending your kids to school, <laughs> good chance that they're having a sub at least once a week, which is tough, right? Which is tough because the sub comes in, they're just kind of managing uh, things. But anyway, so subbing for PE, eighth grade PE, which is cool. You would think that'd be right in my wheelhouse, right? And it kind of is, but it isn't, right? Because I, I mean, I've dealt with athletes almost 100% for the last decade and a half um and so general population kids that don't play sports that don't like to run or like do anything was a was a struggle right you got a bunch of nons in the class and nobody's an athlete uh you got one or two athletes for whatever reason this school is like almost no athletes <laughs> so uh you know they don't want to do anything they're complaining about dressing out it's too cold it's too hot whatever right so I made a decision to just get out of that. Right. So I did it for like two months. Um, and then, you know, middle of this week, uh, I was like, you know what, this is a waste of my time, not a waste of my time. I hate saying it. The kids are not a waste of my time, but my time could be used more efficiently and more effectively on something else. Um, especially since lately, like my thing has been time management and time mastery. Right. That's the whole reason why I came up with the the routine, right. The morning routine, the nightly routine, you know, setting a schedule, having a plan, uh, attacking each day. And so once that started to conflict, um, I had to get out of it. Right. And this is something I think a lot of people struggle with is like you, you make a commitment to something, right. And then you hold on to it to a fault, even though, you know, it's not serving you the way it should. And I've gotten to a point in my life now where I'm just like, I've given up two six figure jobs for something else. 
right? The first time I gave up, uh, you know, a six-figure salary was to be a father, right? Like there's, there's a no-brainer. Um, and then recently I, I did the same thing. Like, it was like, look, I didn't realize how much time I was not spending with my family until, you know, work was not around anymore. And like, dang, you know, no matter how intentional I am about the time that I spend, I'm only spending a couple of hours. I need to figure out something different so that I could be around and be present and, and be available. It doesn't matter how much money they pay me. Um, you know, if my kids aren't getting what they need from me, if they aren't getting the father that they deserve, um, then the money doesn't matter, right? All the nice things don't matter if they don't have their father, right? It's like, <laughs> think about like Austin Powers, they're like, you know, singing that song, Daddy Wasn't There. Uh, Austin Powers, the international man of mystery, um, you know, has a magnificent life. He's a spy, right? Everybody wanted to be a spy at some point. Um, you know, he's shagging chicks left and right. Uh, cool car, cool house, singing songs, right? Uh, but, you know, his weakness, his father wasn't there, right? That whole Austin Powers, the second one was all about fatherhood, right? Like, yeah, Mini-Me and, and Dr. Evil. Yeah, Austin Powers and his dad, like, you know, the whole thing was fatherhood, but, you know, it, it would, no matter how amazing his life was, his, his issue was his father wasn't there. And so I wanted to make sure that I uh, wasn't doing that and not because of the movie, but, but I just realized that I wasn't as available and present as I needed to be uh, for my family. And so I decided it was time to end that. Right. All of that to say, like, so I think you, I think we have to like, we have to ask ourselves a very serious question. And this is kind of something you, you ask yourself right now, right? But uh, almost on a daily basis is, is, is like, who, who are you? Like, who am I, right? When your alarm goes off in the morning, who are you, right? When it's time to get up and you don't want to because you're comfortable in bed, the heater is on, it's warm and it's cozy. Who are you in that moment, right? On the good days, of course, like it's easy to show up and be your best, um, to do all the things you're supposed to do. It's probably because you have motivation, right? That's the easy stuff, right? But that's not the person I'm talking about. That's not the who I'm talking about. That's, I'm not talking about the guy that pops out of bed, uh, you know, the sun is shining, dogs are barking, birds are chirping, uh, life is great, right? Not, not that guy, right? Because anybody could be that guy, right? I'm asking about the, the who you are when you're not motivated, when things aren't going the way that you want them to right? I want to know who you are when, when you're tired, when you're sore, when you're beat up, uh, you know, when you're stressed out from all the craziness of work and dad life, right? Who are you when the stress builds up, right? When your kids are going crazy and not sleeping, uh, they're sick, they're just not acting right. Like this week, my, uh, my youngest daughter got bit by a mosquito or something. Her whole foot, her whole leg swelled up, looked like a loaf of bread. Uh, we had to take her to uh, urgent care, urgent care wasn't open, had to go to the ER, like, you know, who are you in those moments, right? Who is that guy, right? You have to ask yourself, who are you? Because that's the authentic you, that, like, that's the real you, right? Because when things are going great, everybody's the same. Everybody's excited when things are going great, right? But who are you when stress builds up? Hmm? Who are you when, when your job is demanding longer hours, right? They want you to work more time. You got it. Oh, man, you got to work some overtime right? When a dude at your job or a lady at your job or so-and-so at your job is getting on your nerves, right? Who are you in that moment, right? Like when it, when the deadlines are coming, like when I was in, in marketing, when I first got out of college, I was in a marketing firm uh, doing uh, business to business sales. And uh, 
you know, things were always smooth until the deadline, right? We'd have a deadline on a, on a Saturday, right? Which is crazy because most of the, the people that we work with weren't open on Saturdays, which kind of made it cool. But that meant Friday, the pressure was on. People are stressed out, uh, you know, <laughs> everything nobody's taking lunch on friday like everybody's working hard you know what i mean over time the, the building is off i mean building is shut down but the lights in our, our floor are on it was crazy right who are you when you're stressed right i mean who is that guy i think you have to ask yourself who is that right who are you when your marriage is on the rocks right and your relationship at home has started to suffer a little bit like who are you when you and your old lady are beefing Right, y'all got a little issue. You know, she's always right, you're always wrong. You know how that is, right? She might be wrong, but she'll never apologize, right? Who are you in that moment, right? Who do you show up as then? Like, who do you become? Who are you, right? I think I think a lot of us are like not aware of who we are. Just like I wasn't aware of how much time I wasn't here. Like I felt like I was here a lot, but I wasn't. Like, who are you, right? When the resistance is hitting you in the face at all, like all angles, like if you're like, you're, like you're put your head out the window and you're driving hundred miles an hour, when all of that is in your face, who are you, right? Because what happens when all of that, like when everything is going wrong, right? Instead of going right, most people go left. Most men go left. Most men kind of cower and they become the weakest version of themselves. When, when things are going wrong, right? Instead of like standing tall, bowing your neck, putting your chest out, face to the sun, a lot of dudes cower away. They go hide, right? They do, they do, you know, things that, that are outside of their character. They do things that don't benefit their family. They do things that don't benefit their job, don't benefit their workplace, right? Like who, who are you, right? Like if you if you can't seem to get the results that you want, right? You don't, you don't the 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 lack of results, you can't seem to obtain. Uh, in your life reflect upon who it is that you show up in or show up as right like if you're not getting the results you want it's probably because you're not who you think you are right like I, uh, with my weight loss clients right like a lot of the guys I work with they aren't like stuck on a couch or in a bed 600 pounds can't move like a lot of these guys are working out already they already know what to do in terms of workouts that maybe not exercises exactly but they're going to the gym they may not have an actual workout program they may be doing chest on monday and like <laughs> you know what i mean they might be doing one of those programs um they know what they should and shouldn't be eating it's no surprises like they know right but they aren't who they think they are right like they think that oh you know i go to i go to the gym that's their idea i go to the gym but you're not eating the way you're supposed to. You're not working out the way you're supposed to. Like they're not completely lost. I'm not like their savior, but I show them a better way, right? But they can't get the results they want because they're not showing up as the person they need to be, right? If your marriage has become rocky and your wife isn't respecting you like you know, like you would want her to, it's probably because of who you're showing up as, right? Like ultimately everything kind of boils back down to who you are. And that's why I say it's always important to work on yourself if you want to improve things in your life, right? Like if you want to be the best possible father you can be, you have to be the best possible you you can be, right? And I used to say the same thing when I worked with athletes is like, look, I am not going to help your son hit a fastball, right? I'm not, that's not my job. I'm going to make him the best possible athlete he can be. And if he has the skill 
on top of that athleticism, he's going to be successful, right? Like I'm not going to do anything to, to change the way your son's jump shot is, is, is coming off his fingertips, but I'm gonna help him jump higher, run faster, be more agile and injury resistant. That's going to make him a better athlete. Now, a better athlete with the same jump shot, jump shot is a better basketball player right? And the same thing goes for you, right? If you're not showing up as who you want to be or who you think you are and showing up as some kind of alter ego of yourself, then you can't expect for your relationships to work well. You can't expect for uh, you to be the best father that you want to be or the best husband that you want to be, right? If you're struggling to be present with your kids because you're so tired and run down, like you can't be the father of the year, right? And I don't want this to be like, a, a you know, where I'm preaching about weight loss, but I think that's a thing. And obviously I'm entrenched in it, but it, it, it like, if you're struggling to, to be present with your kids because you're tired and run down, uh, because you're 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight. Um, is it because of you? <laughs> like it, it probably is right. Like it is because you are not showing up for yourself. You can't expect to show up for somebody else if you don't show up for yourself. It's something my wife says all the time is you got to fill your cup first. You got to put your mask on first. Like when you're on the airplane and they give you the directions and lays up there with the, with the buckles, right? And they're putting the buckles together and they say, you know, in case of emergency, oxygen masks will drop from the ceiling. Put your mask on first before you help anybody else. And the reason they say that is if you don't have your mask on, you pass out trying to help people and they don't have their mask on. Now everybody's passed out, right? Everybody's on the ground or can't breathe uh, and nobody's saving anybody, right? So somebody has to put their mask on, right? Sometimes you have to do the work on you, the deep work. Right? You have to do the things that you need to do, whether it be, you know, weight loss, or you might have to deal with, you know, your healing from your past, uh, past traumas, past relationship issues, fatherhood issues, you know, things going on with you and your father. Like if you're trying to, in, in a quest to be the best title, whether that be father, boss, employee, husband, brother, cousin, you have to be the best you first, right? If you, if you're quick to complain, like you're a, com most guys aren't complainers, right? Vocally, but we'll complain about stuff kind of in our heads. We get, you know, get these issues, right? If you're quick to complain, when stuff doesn't go right for you, it's probably because you don't show up when things get tough, right? When the tough, when I would say when the going gets tough, the tough gets going, right? When things get difficult for you, instead of complaining, do you show up as the person who can overcome those difficulties? I mean, I think that's what we have to start. We have to start asking ourselves these questions. So, so I ask, like, what is your alter ego? Is your alter ego? Uh, a coward? Does your alter ego shy away from, from adversity? Does your alter ego stand up tall, right? You want to rise above average and be great, right? Like I, I think, and this is more of a question, do you want to rise up above average and become great? Do you want to live a life and lead a legacy, right? Again, these are questions you got to ask yourself. If those two things, like if you answer any of those, either one of those two things with, I want to rise above and, and be great, uh, I want to be a great father, a great husband. I want to rise above the BS that's happening. Um, I want to live and lead a legacy for my kids. I talk about legacy on a, on a, on a, uh, one of the podcast shorts, um, legacy, legacy, legacy. Um, if you want to leave a legacy, then you got to be great when times matter most, right? When things, 
again, everybody can be great dad when things are perfect. Everyone be a great husband when everything's going right. But when things are going wrong, can you still be a great dad? Right? When things are going wrong with you and your lady, can you be a great husband? If things are going wrong at work, can you come home and still be a great dad and a great husband? Or are you bringing that with you? Right? Who are you showing up as? Right? I think, and that's kind of like, again, it's, it's a common thing. Like, you're not alone. You're not the only one. It's a common thing. A lot of dudes do this, right? But uh, I read a book a long time ago by Tony Dungy. It's Uncommon. I think that's the title of it. It's something about Uncommon, right? And I think for a lot of us, we, we have to ask ourselves, right? What, what would an uncommon man do in our current situation, right? Because the common, like I said, the common man typically cowers away, right? And then and maybe that's a societal thing. And maybe that's not you, right? Maybe you don't. Maybe you are, you're, the, you're one of the guys that, uh, you know, toughens up and stands tall when, when things get shaky, right? I feel like I am, um, but I know a lot of guys aren't, right? If they, did, if they didn't, wouldn't have so many fatherless kids, wouldn't have so many divorces and all these things, right? I'm not saying they're your fault, fellas. I'm not saying they're your fault, but I'm saying in those situations, who did you show up as, right? If you showed up authentically you and the best version of yourself and it still didn't work out, then you're okay with that, right? You shouldn't even be offended by me saying it, right? Because you were who you were supposed to be. But if you weren't, right? If you weren't, then that's something that you got to work on, right? So I ask myself all the time, right? When, when in certain situations, these things come up all the time. It's like, what? You know, like people used to wear the bracelets, like, what would Jesus do? I ask myself a lot of times, like, what, what would an uncommon man do? Like, what would somebody who uh, who stood up in the face of adversity, what would he do? Like, what would, what, would his, what, was, what would his thing be, right? And the answer is he does uncommon things, right? He doesn't cower away, right? He doesn't quit. He doesn't make excuses. He does the work and he doesn't complain, right? So, so yes, as an as an uncommon man, you got to be relentless, right? You got to be relentless about taking the time to map out your day and have a schedule. Like you have to be like unrelenting in the fact that you have things planned, right? And this is something that uh, you know I struggle with when I first start doing this is like putting family time on my schedule putting date night on my schedule, putting, cause you, you know, you feel like those things should be spontaneous. Like I just want to spend time with it. But here's the thing. If you don't schedule them out, right. If you don't schedule date time, you don't schedule playing with my kids today. They get home and we get home at three 30 from three 30 to five 30. We're just playing. Right. If you don't schedule it, other things will creep into that time. Right. Like from, from three 30 to five 30, I'm supposed to be playing, but now I'm checking email because they're not really paying attention or, you know, I'm on the phone or, you know, ah, they, they don't, I'm not playing whatever play they're doing right now. I don't really matter. And that's, I'm going to watch a show. And now what was supposed to be very intentional, purposeful, present moments are getting kind of washed away by other things. Right. So you know, you, you have to be re relentless about your schedule. You have to be relentless about mapping out your day so that you're prepared and ready to dominate so that you can give full focus to each thing on the schedule instead of like having them all blended together and showing up for each thing kind of half-assed, right? Like be who you're supposed to be completely all the time, authentically and 
unapologetically. I did it the wrong way. It starts over here. Unapologetically. <laughs> right? You, you have to like, we're talking about the nutrition, right? And I talked about guys earlier and, and like, you know, they're, they're already kind of eating healthy. They're already working out, but they, they're not dialed in. They don't know exactly how many calories they're supposed to eat. They don't know exactly how many sets and reps uh, are going to accomplish the goal. They don't even know how much weight they're supposed to be using. They just know, you know, I'm, I can, I can lift about this much. Right. But if you, if you want the results, right. If you want the results and I use that because it's an example uh, you know, most of us have been athletes before. At some point in college or in high school, you work towards a max, right? And you, they had you maxing out. Or if you play sports, you had a goal, right? Your, your, your batting average, you wanted to hit a certain amount. You wanted to have a certain amount of home runs. You wanted to have a certain amount of tackles or a certain amount of rushing yards per game. Or you want to throw a certain amount of touchdowns. Like, and then because you have that number, you know what you need to do per game. Like if I want to have 100 tackles at the end of the season, it's going to break down to 10 per game. Now, if game one, I only get six. Now I'm not going to add on four across the, the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Because I have an idea. I have a plan. And, and I have a, a presence of mind of how I want to get there, Right. When I, when I work out, I'm not working out just for the sake of working out. I have, a, I have a plan, right? So even when I don't want to go, when I don't feel like getting up, because I go at 4.35 in the morning, when I don't feel like getting up, it's in my schedule, right? Like if I open up my, my phone and I see my schedule and it's not there, or like I didn't do it, I'm like, damn, I missed that, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to be able to check off things in the order, right? So so if you are like me, right, and, and I hope that we can all be, and that this eventually changes from, from us being the uncommon to being common, right? From us that are unrelenting and relentless and, and attack our, our goals uh, uh, and are disciplined and, and have a life that's disciplined uh that's 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 like backed by discipline like discipline is the backbone of what we do we can get the results we want we can be the father we want we can be the husband we want we can have the success in the businesses right and and we just don't talk about it right we aren't just like giving lip service to things right we're actually taking action because we really want those results like we really want to be the best father we really want to be the best husband really want to be the best, I don't know, boss, entrepreneur, employee, right? So we do the things that are supposed to do, right? It's simple. It's simple. Your alter ego keeps you true to your word and follows through with your action, right? Who you say you are and your alter ego, your superhuman alter ego, you know, it, it keeps you intact, right? Otherwise, you kind of cower away and be, you know, you know, be a little soft, right? We don't want that. So there's no room there's no room for excuses when you want results. Again, if you're trying to be the best father you can be, and I always say this, if you're listening to a podcast about fatherhood, my guess is you want to be the best possible father you can be. Uh, if you like or love fatherhood, like I love fatherhood, you want to be the best father you can be for as long as you possibly can. And there's no room for excuses if you're looking for results. You can have one or you can have the other, but you can't have both, right? You can't have excuses and results. You can't be the best husband you want to be and be like, ah, well, I'm going to cheat on my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be the best father you can be. And then when you're spending time with your kids, you're on your phone the whole time. It could be a pretty good one, 
You can even be a great one, but obviously not the best that you could possibly be because you're missing out on that time where you can be present. And again, you got to be honest with yourself. Who are you showing up as right now? Are you showing up as 100% daddy or 70% daddy? Because 70% daddy is better than a lot of kids who don't have their dad at all. But it's not the best that your kid can possibly get. And don't we all want the best for our kid? Right? So, you know, who, who, who are you going to cho choose to be? Right? You can be like everybody else and just be, and it's something, it's funny, my wife says this all the time. She's a you know a therapist and she's obviously a woman. She, her friends are women, her sisters, cousins, you know, women talk, right? And she does some couples therapy and, you know, she just, you know, she's in the industry, right? And, and, and forget her, just us. We know when you're out with your kid, people are like, oh, daddy duty. Oh, uh, you're, you're babysitting the girl, the kids today. Like, dog, I'm a father. I'm not babysitting nobody. These are my kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's not babysitting when they're your kids, right? The expectations for us are lower is what I'm saying. Just being around, right? Picking the kids up every once in a while. Like, going out in public with your kids is like, a, a, people are like, <gasps> blown away, right? You put your kids to sleep, you you know? Like, I got daughters. I do my daughter's hair every once in a while. People are blown away. I'm like, well, what the? do you want me to do you want me to let her come out the house without her hair done you know what i mean like these are just normal things this isn't like an uncommon it's not just just normal stuff right that's why i say i want the uncommon things to be more, become more common because for us for men like those expect expectations on men are like go out and hunt right bring home the bring home the bacon and anything else is like, oh, my God, that guy's so amazing. I'm like, dog, I'm just doing regular stuff. Like, I'm not special. I'm doing regular stuff. And I, and I have different level of expectation for myself. I have a different standard of who I want to be. And it's because of what I've experienced in my life and what I decided I want to be, right? And I've taken action to become that. And, and so, yeah, maybe it seems uncommon right now. But my goal with this podcast and my goal with all the things that I do with fathers even in the uh, in the weight loss sector, a lot of what we talk about outside of like, okay, would you would you hit your numbers this week? Did you get your sets and reps? Did you go to the gym? Okay, they didn't have that. Let's adjust this. Or you don't like this? Let's adjust that. It's like, oh, dog, how was how was your how was your daughter's game this weekend? Oh yeah, how was that? Okay, cool. What, like you know, it's dad talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're we're building the uncommon, turning the uncommon man to the common man, one man at a time right? One episode at a time, one, you know, social media post at a time, like changing the narrative about who fathers are and what we're capable of, right? Be uncommon. Join me, right? Be uncommon. Be relentless. Be, be the father that, and this is something I said, and it's kind of, yeah, to listen to it and hear it and say it twice. Be the father that you needed, right? And that you can hear it, be the father that you needed. So either be the father that wasn't there for you, that you needed to be there for you, or be the father that was there for you, that you needed to be there for you, or be both, right? Be better because that was his goal. His goal for you was to be better than him, right? And as I, I can speak for myself, my goal for my children is to be better than me, right? Whatever I've accomplished, I want them to accomplish more. So whether your father was present or not, 
some point in his mind, he wants you to be better than he was. Don't be me, be better than me, right? So that's what I'm asking you to do. Be better than the one before you. And if he was great, then you got your, you got big shoes to fill, homie. That's it. You can't go backwards, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my I walked to school, you know, my, my father took and got a car, uh, you know, his father, they, you know, I talked about that last week. It's like that, uh, you know, what did I can't, I can't think of who it was that said it, but just talking about the next generation being better than the generation previously. And our goal is to make what is considered uncommon as a father to be common. Um, but that requires us to not make excuses for ourselves, not settle for less, to raise the bar, to raise the standard, to go out and push the envelope, to set our schedules and have our plans, like have our life in order so that we can go out and be the best father we could possibly be, right? <clears throat> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up, but, but again, so I mentioned on the last episode um, that time mastery, time management, um, scheduling thing, having like how to create your, your perfect daily routine, your powerful daily routine. Um, I am still in the process of putting that together. The doing the substitute thing really threw me off time-wise, schedule-wise. I have, uh, I would say probably 90% of it already done. Uh, there's, you know, some checklists and some worksheets and some things for you to do to create and set up your, your own, your own individual, because everybody's going to be different. There's a blueprint, there's a template, um, but your schedule is going to be a little bit different than mine because we have different responsibilities. But, uh, you know, in this ebook that I wrote, I'm, I'm kind of showing you guys how to create your perfect, powerful uh, daily routine um, so that you can be as effective and efficient a man as you could possibly be. And then once you're an effective and efficient man, you can be an effective and efficient father, husband, business owner, employee, whatever that means, right? So that should be done. Should be done. Look, I would say sooner, but my computer is in the shop. Ugh, making excuses, right? That should be done. <laughs> No later than next Friday. So the next Fatherhood Friday, next Fatherhood Friday, that should be out. Um, I'll probably uh, tease a little bit of stuff, you know, that's in it, kind of give you guys like the, the inside look at what's going on. Um, it'll be live by next Friday, which I think is the 17th, Friday, December 17th. It'll be live. Um, you'll be able to click the link, go and, and check it out. Um, I'm gonna do some special, special, uh, special stuff for that. Let you guys, you know, get it for next to nothing. All my hard work and all the hours I put in, I'm gonna let you take advantage of it because it's important. It's important work, especially going into the new year. I'm gonna give you guys an opportunity to start working on building out your schedule. Because here's what happens every year, New Year, like December 31st at 11:59. Somebody sprinkles magic on the world and all of a sudden everything is, is brand new and we start all over. <laughs> we know that's not right. And that's not true. So what you can do now, right, is start planning and start preparing yourself so that when we change years and it's 2022, you're already set up. It doesn't matter about the new year, new you. You've already started working on yourself. You've already started creating the perfect, powerful daily routine so that when you wake up 
on January 1st, the routine is already in place. You're already taking advantage of every moment of every day. You're, all, you're already able to be fully present in each thing that you do because you've already mapped out a schedule, a plan. Uh, you're, you're managing your time. If you're talking about you know, wealth, you, know, you can't manage millions if you can't manage minutes, period. Right? So you have to have a schedule where your time is accounted for. You can be the best version of yourself if you can maximize the time that you have available. We all have the same amount of time, right? And I don't know the exact number of minutes, but you see it all over the place. We have the same amount of time every day. I have the same amount of time as, as Jeff Bezos, but Jeff Bezos got $70 trillion, trillion dollars, right? He's got tons of money. We got the same amount of time in each day, but sometimes he's making more in a, in a minute than I am sometimes. He's making more than a minute than I am all the time, right? He's capitalizing on the time that he has each day. And that's something that we can all do, right? All right, so again, thank you guys for joining me. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, I will update you guys as we go. Again, Friday, December 17th, 5 p.m., Fatherhood Friday. Uh, I'm going to drop the, the creating your own perfect, powerful routine. Your powerful routine will be out. That way it gives you guys uh, some time to, you know, about half the month to work on preparing your routine so that we can take 2022 and become the best you for 2022. I said it first, man. If you hear anybody else say that, they stole it from me. Be the best you in 2022. Holla at your boy. You just tuned into another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me at You Can Call Me Coach on Instagram. Also follow the podcast at Forfeit Fatherhood, the number four and the letter U on You Can Call Me Coach. Uh, go ahead and flip over to the next episode, man. I know you love this one, so you'll probably love the next one. Excited for you guys to hear it.